You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio with Andy Barrar. And uh, we've got Christina Stoyanova periscoping the whole thing. We've got an interesting uh, show for you today. Later on in the hour, of course, we'll be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions. Probably one of my favorite parts of the program over the past 15 years. And we'll also be looking at uh, what kind of careers you can get in uh, app development and web development here in Canada. And how much money can you make? That's the that's the million dollar question right there. <laughs> <laughs> can I make a million dollars? So uh, we've uh, got uh, a guest uh, on from uh, the Lighthouse Labs uh, boot camp folks there, and they can uh, actually give us some uh, ideas on uh, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear. Lots of interesting stuff in the news. Uh, one of the things that caught my eye here, Andy, uh, the CRTC asks Internet users for help testing broadband speeds. Yeah, so this really comes down to when you get an Internet package from one of your providers, you have to choose on how much speed you want to get. And typically, most people want to have like the fastest Internet possible. Now, you assume that by getting that fast package, you're getting super fast Internet, but not necessarily the case all the time. There's a lot of different variables, and the CRTC want Canadians to volunteer to test their internet speeds to see if they are truly getting what they are paying for. What do you think? So I guess they're going to select uh, a few thousand volunteers. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, they're going to give them a little box that they stick in their home, yeah. and that will you know, definitively measure like how much internet speed they're getting up and down. Yeah, it's called the white box. And what it's going to do is periodically check... The out. white box? That's what it's called, yeah. It's a, it, and... Um, what it's going to do is periodically check your internet speeds. So a lot of people do this all the time. You know, you can go to speed test, I think it's .net, uh, to check your, yeah. your download speeds and upload There's speeds. There's so many of these testing things on the, on the internet. You can just Google speed test and find one. This little box is basically going to do it at random times yeah. just to kind of get an idea. Now, a lot of people might be afraid that the CRTC is trying to get all this information about what you're downloading and all that stuff. But it, that's not the case. They're, they're really just interested in the speeds. And kind of your demographic information. How many people live in your house? What kind of uh, internet package did you get? What kind of speeds are you getting throughout the day? Because they, we do know that there are peak times, yeah. especially during the evening. YouTube and Netflix, 50% of all internet traffic during peak times can be attributed to both those uh, platforms. That's crazy. So, you know, it's actually something I recommend for the listeners out there. You know, I think the majority of people have... Uh, high-speed internet at home, do a speed test yep. every so often. And, uh, you, you know, you'll be surprised sometimes. Uh, you know, I did one on my internet service provider back, uh, I think, last year, and I wasn't getting the speeds that I thought I should be getting. Yeah. And it was actually good because I was able to phone them up and say, hey, uh, you know, I've been doing these speed tests, but I'm not getting the speeds that uh, I'm apparently paying for. And they were actually able to come out and fix it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm trying to catch them doing something bad, but, you know, they can't obviously monitor everything. So, uh, you know, if you're able to do these speed tests and uh, and well, see what you're getting, then you can phone them if there's any issues. That's the thing, Mike. There's so many different variables on how you're going to get your Internet connection, depending, like, what area do you live? Do you have fiber optic cable connections? What kind of neighborhood? Is there a lot of different connections there? And so the carriers, they're actually hiring companies, too, to do these random tests as well because they want to find out what areas aren't getting the speeds that uh, that they were promised. And the CRTC, the fact that they're getting involved with this, I think it's a good thing. If they asked me to volunteer, I would totally volunteer. Would you? Uh, yeah, if it didn't take too much time. Yeah, and if it didn't <laughs> drop your internet speeds at all exactly. or anything like that, yeah. <laughs> it's just one more thing i got to wire into so, my house. So what kind of uh, package do you have? Like, I've got, like, super high speed. So what download do you have? Uh, I don't know, like 100 megabits. Wow. 
Yeah. I only have 15. You're 15? So in my house, like, there's five of us. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm downloading stuff. Uh, the kids are streaming Netflix and, you know, God, YouTube is on all the time, mm-hmm. uh, online gaming. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So I had the lower package for a while, but just the sheer amount of stuff that is going on, uh, I had to go up to the higher one. But it's fast. And and you notice the difference then? Yeah. Yeah. What, one thing I find interesting with these packages is they'll have you a, a great download speeds, but the uploads don't really, you don't see that. No, I think my upload speed is like, so I, my download uh, is 100 megabit. That's how they measure it. Yeah. Uh, my upload speed's five. Yeah. So that might sound, wow, you're getting ripped off there. But that's just typically how much the upload speeds are. You're not uploading data as much as you're downloading data. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you know what I mean. Unless you're a content creator who's constantly uploading videos, yeah. then you would need to have, a, I guess, a business package. Yeah. I mean, I know on Shaw, for example, you can actually go to your account page and um, and see how much data you're downloading and uploading, mm-hmm. which is helpful yeah. to kind of manage what you're doing. Yeah, because there are different packages based upon your internet use. So if, as long as you know how much you're using on average yeah. each month, then you can get the right package for you and not make sure you're not paying too much for stuff that you really don't need. It's funny. I think back a few weeks ago, TELUS announced that they're um, going to be measuring how much you're downloading and charging That's for right. overages. Uh, and there was a big outcry about that. But, you know, I think most ISPs or internet service providers have been doing that for a while mm-hmm. now. You know, I think TELUS was one of the last holdouts there. But, um, you know, does that suck? Yeah. Of course you want to download as much as you want for <laughs> as little money as possible but at the same time there's so much stuff going on now with video streaming these internet service providers uh you know have to make sure their networks can handle it yeah right and so that costs money yeah and uh the fact that we're going to see even more connected devices coming in the future that's just going to put more pressure on their traffic and on their entire network so even when we see connected cars which is something that we were reading about earlier this week yeah that goes into the next story here uh there's a an analyst firm uh, called Machina Research that said that uh, mobile operators could face uh, literal traffic jams or rush hours with uh, uh, traffic yeah. uh, with connected cars as they become more available over the next 20 years. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of guys like Google. We've got, uh, you know, Audi, Mercedes. Uh, Tesla is apparently doing an update to their cars that will make them self-driving this summer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how legal that is, but <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Um, so with all these connected cars, they're constantly connected to the Internet. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think we'll see in 20 years each other, which will be a good thing because it will really cut down on the number of accidents out there, what have you. But as you can imagine, that uh, machine-to-machine traffic yeah. uh, is going to be enormous, you know, hundreds of millions of cars connected. Well, just look at this fact, Mike. They said currently we have about 250 million M2M connections, machine to machine. By 2024, that's going to be 2.3 billion. Now, imagine that kind of traffic that's going to happen to the, the current networks. Of course, they're going to have to upgrade because that's a lot, a lot more devices that are communicating. And if you have connected cars, safety is going to be one of the most important things. So these cars have to have those connections to know if there is a traffic jam What's the uh, conditions on the road? All these kind of information has to come to the car. You can't have a bad service when you have all these cars are, are supposed to communicate with each other. Crazy. Well, coming up after the break, how much do web and app developers actually make? And what kind of jobs can you get? Is it, is it easy? Well, we're going to find out from the folks over at Lighthouse Labs on the career opportunities here in Canada. And uh, 
you know, if you can get a little uh, pay upgrade from uh, your current career if you go down that road. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Lots left here today on the Get Connected show. Of course, we'll be going open line in a little while, taking your tech calls and questions. We've got Christina Stoinova here in the studio as well. She's uh, our resident app expert. We'll be hearing the app of the week later on in the hour. But right now, she's periscoping the show. And Christina, explain to the listeners how they can actually not only listen to us, but see us live on video. Uh, So you can watch us live uh, by downloading the Periscope app, um, and then you can just search us. It's just our Twitter handle, at GetConnectedNow. And you can also watch us on the web. So if you have Twitter or uh, you can just navigate to the the Twitter site and actually look us up at GetConnectedNow, and we're tweeting out the link to... um, to the Periscope. Yeah, you just have to Google Get Connected Now and Twitter, and our Twitter page will come up, and you just click that link, and you can watch us live. Not only that, you can listen to the kind of stuff we talk about during the commercial breaks, which, I know. We, which yes, is kind of funny. You missed a doozy on the last <laughs> break there. All about Andy's beard. Well, we, um, we've had some folks on, uh, on the show a few weeks ago uh, from Lighthouse Labs. Uh, these guys are... Uh, Kind of a digital boot camp for uh, developers. You can actually take their courses and and come out the other end uh, as like an actual web developer or an app developer. Uh, Really an amazing program. And we've been getting a lot of calls and questions about that. Like what kind of careers can you get in this field? How much money can I make? Well, we uh, decided to bring uh, back one of the uh, folks over there, Charlene Fothergill. She's the Director of Career Services over at Lighthouse Labs. Thanks for joining us today, Charlene. Thanks for having me. So, uh, again, we've had a lot of questions from our listeners. Uh, you guys have these, uh, these digital boot camps where people can go down uh, and you know, have an intensive eight weeks of learning uh, how to do either like web development or uh, you know, iOS, Apple app development. Uh, are you guys still getting tons of people coming through that? Absolutely. Our cohorts are actually filling up uh, pretty far in advance, so it's pretty exciting time. So, you know, my question, uh, you know, you've got a few different tracks going on there. Like, what kind of jobs can people go after once they go through this program? Are they, like, fully capable with all the skills that they need? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, A big focus of our program is to make sure people are able to jump from classroom into real-world environment and actually make an impact on the business as a junior developer, both as a, a web developer and as an iOS developer. And, you know, what kind of careers, like what kind of um, industries can they, they go into? Well, that's the really exciting part. If we think about it, technology is all around us, all over the place. So definitely there's like companies building apps, and that's their core business model or building web stuff. But if you really think about it, technology is infiltrating traditional industries, uh, healthcare, tourism, mining, forestry, oil and gas. They're all looking for ways to use technology to innovate and to do better in, in the way they operate their businesses. I, I still, you know, it's it's uh, it's so fascinating that you guys can actually cram all this information into eight weeks. Like, are, do they really get all that they need to know to actually start doing developing? Absolutely. Well, eight weeks is intensive and immersive. Our students do three hours of lecture in the morning, and they actually spend the rest of the day building. So we use a TA system where we have professional developers from the community actually helping the students throughout the rest of the day. And it's not uncommon for our students to be in our space 10, 12, 13, 14 hours a day. So uh, it's definitely not 
for people who just want to learn to code for the sake of expanding their skill base, which we do a part-time program for. It's really focused on those people who are looking to immerse themselves in this and, and come out the other end job ready. Charlene, after your students finish the program, what does their resume look like? Like, Do they have like a portfolio that, they, that they're showing to get jobs in, in these types of fields? Absolutely. That kind of hands-on approach uh, leads them to having three, four projects that they build in class with us, as well as it gives them the skills to continue building. So once they're graduated, we encourage students to continue with projects and to develop their skills on their own. Um, the dev community in general is really big on kind of expanding skills on their own, contributing to projects. We have students that get together every Sunday to continue building projects on their own for their own sake, their own learning. What kind of demand is there for uh, web or, or app developers uh, here in, in Vancouver or, or Canada for that matter? Yeah, we, we have a program that just launched in Toronto and I'm really excited to place those students. It's huge. Um, I'm at the point where actually I don't have any students right now for employers that want them. Uh, we have 100% placement rate for those students looking to become developers outside of the program. There's no lack of jobs. If we just think of technology in general, it's it's not slowing down. It's It's in all aspects of our lives, so there's always people that need to build it. Charlene, where are the jobs in Canada? Is it in Vancouver, Toronto, Calgary? Like, where, where are you seeing your students getting those jobs? Absolutely. So we've had students place across Canada. I have students that are working in Montreal. I have students that are currently working in Toronto before our programs launched there. We have students in Alberta. I know companies that are in, in Winnipeg. Um, we have students working in the state. Uh, and we're also, we have a UConn program right now. So we have a group of students who are taking our course uh, kind of blended remotely combo with hands-on. And we're really excited about exploring opportunities to place them there. And, and it's amazing. There's there's technology companies everywhere. Are they getting like contract jobs or full-time jobs? And what kind of salary can they expect coming out of that program? Yes, the money. How much that's, money that, can they make? That's the big major <laughs> question here. Absolutely. So a combination of full-time and contracts. Contracts really popular in this industry because there's a lot of projects. Um, lots of freelancers who are quite successful. Uh, and salary-wise, you know, a junior web developer, our students, after eight weeks of a boot camp, are kind of averaging between about, say, forty-five and 50000 to start. And I'd say the iOS students are kind of averaging about fifty to 55000 That's right out of our boot camp. Those are numbers that we have seen with our students. That's not bad. That's a great return on your investment for, for a program. Like, you know, a lot of, like, students coming out, like your son, you know, just started college, right? Yes. But I think a lot of them need just to... Just started, and it's going to be many years <laughs> to come. But that's what I'm saying is, like, really, education is all about gaining skills that you could use in a workforce. And something like this, a two-month program, eight weeks, and you can have skills and make forty-five to fifty grand a year. That sounds very enticing if I was coming out of high school into university. Well, so, I mean, th those are kind of some of the starting uh, wages, Charlene. Like, where, where can they go with that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously a lot depends on how good you become, but a, a senior developer who's good in Vancouver, where we don't have a lot of big businesses, the, the kind of anchor tenants in Vancouver um, are much smaller than some of the bigger companies in Toronto. That's just where head offices are in Canada. But even in Vancouver, you know, 100K for senior developers is totally average and normal. I think Annie's going to quit the radio show. <laughs> I think it's time I go back to school. It's been a, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. We get a lot of career changers. So most of our students actually are people who have done three to five years in some other career. They have some other degree, and they're coming to us for the either love of technology or just combination of love of technology and the chance that, you know, you're not capping out at 60 grand a year. You're not capping out at 80 grand a year. The really the sky kind of becomes a limit as technology immerses in our lives more, and these skills are hard to come by. 
just quickly, you're running out of time here, Charlene. Uh, do can employers contact you guys directly to find? Absolutely. Students? I work directly with employers to place students, and and they can go to lighthouselabs.com, and there is um, an employer part where they can click a form, and it goes directly to my email to respond to them. I want to thank you so much for uh, joining us on the show today, Charlene. And uh, obviously, like you said, uh, the website lighthouselabs.com. Uh, lighthouselabs.ca. Sorry. Dot ca. Oh, yeah. I almost blew that one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Charlene. Thank you so much. That was uh, Charlene Fothergill. She's the director of uh, career services over at uh, Lighthouse uh, Labs. Contest this week, Andy. Got a great contest. Uh, giving away the Tablet Claw. If you have an iPad or, say, a Samsung Galaxy pad, you just need the Tablet Claw, and you, you can hold it in your hand, and it just snugly fits uh, various sizes, and it's a great way to show presentations or um, share a tablet with others. You got to check it out. It's hard to explain. Just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Hit on the contest page to see a, a picture of the tablet claw and make sure you enter and win. Uh, it's a fantastic little accessory if you have a tablet. We're going to go open line now, taking any of your tech calls and questions. If you've got any tech support you need, we'll answer them on the air for you. If you want some advi- uh, buying advice for some of the, the gadgets that you're looking at, uh, we can help you with that as well. 604 280 Long distance anywhere in North America, 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. I'm opening up the phone lines here. We're going to take your tech calls and questions now. Help you out with any tech issues that you might have, whether they're your computer, your smartphone, digital cameras, home theater stuff. 604-280-9898, and uh, also long distance, one 399 We also have uh, the Lighthouse Labs uh, guys are up on Twitter right now uh, as well, and they can answer any questions uh, about our, uh, our previous segment on uh, uh, web development and app development careers uh, as well. Their uh, Twitter handle is at Lighthouse underscore labs. Again, at Lighthouse underscore labs and uh, they can uh, help answer questions and maybe we'll take some here on air as well i i have a couple of questions do you yes about their admission process <laughs> they don't like guys with beards in i i, I don't know why well yes uh if you I'm kidding they well do. we also periscope in the show so you have to like tune us in on periscope because during the break uh, we always have very interesting discussions that you really don't hear because of the the commercials but it's behind the scenes it's behind total behind the scenes yes and you'll see why we have faces for radio. Exactly. <laughs> and beards for radio. Beards for radio. Uh, so we've got uh, the couple of contests going. Uh, getconnectedmedia.com is uh, the website. The Tablet Claw we're giving away. And uh, also we're giving away uh, a part-time uh, web development course as well. Yeah. Of Lighthouse Labs. Yeah, we opened up this contest a couple of weeks ago. It's still open. If you want to or you're interested in maybe getting a career in web development or iOS uh, app development, just go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com, and enter the contest for a, a part-time course over there. Kind of sink uh, your hands in there and see if, uh, if that's right for you. I'm going to jump here to the phone line. 604-280-9898 is the line. We've got uh, Mike on the line. Hey, Mike. Yeah, hi. Uh, just need your input. Uh, as of about three days ago, I was taken hostage by, uh, I think it's an online site called Help Decrypt. Okay. And they've basically taken all my files and... Uh, Every time I've switched on, um, uh, their page comes up with saying, sorry, your, your files are now in our safe hands, but it'll cost you 500 in bitcoins to get them back. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's called and, uh, uh, ransomware. Right. Well, and the ironical thing was I had a full sky, I have McAfee with Shaw, 
and I had a full scan only the day before, and they reported no viruses. Then one popped up saying it's in quarantine, and then slowly my computer slowed down and slowed down, and then it, I got this message, and I lost all my files. They let, left the email, but of course I didn't use it in case I passed it on. Yeah. And uh, now I've got nothing. <laughs> do, you, do you have your files backed up at all? Uh, no. No, I'm an old-fashioned guy. I don't, luckily, I don't have anything online like um, yeah. banking or anything like that. Yeah, but so, your, your files, obviously there's some I, important files, stuff there. Uh, I'm, you know, I just use it for basics, Googling, YouTube, websites, email. Yeah. And I have, my, I have all my email addresses, yes, and all that stuff. Yeah. But basically, I wondered if I did see an uh, item on the news about a month ago where the girl had the same problem. Yeah. And uh, to me, I, it's not worth the 500 bucks. I, I'll just go and buy another uh, laptop. And, uh, but my question is to you, if, uh, if, they, if I get another uh, laptop, and can I still use my email address? Or will that be in there, encrypt, in there encrypted into their system? So they'll hack into that. I, I think you should be fine as long as you obviously uh, change up uh, your password and uh, what have you. Uh, obviously very concerning. This is something we're seeing more and more of now, ransomware. You know, obviously very important that you have the latest security uh, software installed on your uh, computer. But, uh, you know, as we're seeing, uh, Mike here uh, obviously had that going, and he still got uh, infected. So it's... Uh, it's sometimes difficult to protect yourself against. Obviously, um, you know, this is something, uh, you know, law enforcement should be made aware of uh, as well. Uh, Andy, any other thoughts? Well, the, the one thing about ransomware is you're, you're negotiating with hackers. And if they say they want 500 bitcoins, what's to say that after you pay that, they say, actually, we want 500 more. Yeah. So I'd never recommend trying to pay them out to get your files. Ransomware, they, they try to put you in that situation to make you vulnerable to want to pay them. But there's, there's no guarantee that you're going to get those files back. Uh, to your point, Mike, I do uh, agree that you should try to uh, contact the authorities in your local area and uh, just try to use someone else's computer to find out if others have had this problem and what kind of solutions. Because each one is unique and different. And the question is, how did that get into your computer, especially if you had antivirus yeah, it's strange. But sometimes, you know, you might download something. Um, you click on a link of an click email. click on a link yeah. uh, as well. So it's, it's hard to, to uh, say right now how you got that uh, particular ransomware installed in your computer. But definitely uh, contact the authorities. You know, there's something we should look into. Uh, what will the authorities do? <laughs> yeah. Can they do anything? essentially, on that. Because this is kind of a scary thing for a lot of people. Their files are very important. But They're... they need to at least be aware that people are having this problem. And yeah. that's why it's a good thing to at least contact them to see what kind of recourse or things can happen after that. Yeah, so Mike, I really appreciate that call. We're actually going to look into that further uh, for a future show uh, on uh, some of the other steps uh, that you can take. And uh, again, will the police do anything? Can mm -hmm. they do anything mm -hmm. about it? Because, uh, you know, when people take over your computer, that's you know, that's that's hard because your pictures are on there. You could have financial information on there that uh, could be compromised uh, as well. I'm going to jump here to uh, Rob on the line. Hey, Rob. Hi. Um, uh, what I'm wondering about is uh, you mentioned this S-Secure. Yeah. Um, I looked it up, and uh, but the only problem is it seemed to say to me, uh, it said this website is for sale. And then it went down, and then I tapped down, and it mentions a uh, free antivirus link or something. But it, it didn't seem to take me where I was supposed to go to uh, do the scan. Yeah, so uh, F-Secure, uh, Andy, explain. It's a, it's a website that can do a scan for antivirus on your computer. 
And the thing that I liked about F-Secure, and I used it a lot in the past, was the fact that it didn't install any programs on your computer, but it would still scan it. It was kind of an online solution. Uh, I'm going to go look into that and find the, the right address for F-Secure. It's been a couple of years since I've used it, but it was a great solution to, to find antivirus or to find viruses on my computer without installing antivirus on the computer to, to find those. Yeah, but you'll want to make sure you have the right address because a lot of times these hacker sites they try to un- spoof those websites you know, and basically get you to click on links. and Exactly, exactly. So um, I'll look that up and maybe after the break uh, I'll mention what the exact uh, website address is for F-Secure. The phone lines again. We're a general open line here on Get Connected, 604-280-9898. Long distance anywhere in North America, 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back with more of your calls. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Don't forget, we've got lots of stuff going online as well at the moment. Uh, we had the folks over from Lighthouse Labs talking about uh, web and app careers here in Vancouver and, and Canada, for that matter. Uh, they are online on Twitter. If you've got any questions uh, for them at Lighthouse underscore Labs, they can answer any of those questions uh, that you might have. You can make a truckload of money in that, uh, in that field. Well, the thing about apps especially is if you have a great idea that can solve a problem in someone's life, and you make a really simple app, you could become like super rich in a matter of months. Yeah. And we've seen this happen again and again uh, in the app world. Of course, Angry Birds was one of those breakthrough games, gaming yeah. apps. That's a very, very simple game. Then you have something like Snapchat, which is huge with the kids these days. And it's just a video messaging app. Very simple interface. Well, so, I'm sure there's a bit of programming involved. <laughs> well, there is, there yeah. is, but... Um, I just think that that's just one of the best skills you could have. I, I hope that they start che- teaching coding in elementary and high schools because it's such an important skill in this digital age that we live in. We're uh, periscoping the show right now as well. What is Periscope? That's a great question. It's a, uh, a new video streaming app from Twitter, the Twitter folks. Yeah. Uh, right now you can download it for uh, I, Apple uh, iPhones and uh, iPads. You can also check it out online as well through the uh, – uh, the Get Connected uh, Twitter page or through Twitter. Our handle's at Get Connected now. If you do a search for that, uh, there's a link and you can watch it through your computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're uh, on an iPhone or an iPad, you can download the Periscope app and search us at Get Connected now and see our uh, our morning faces. <laughs> exactly. In live and real time. We're taking your tech calls right now, 604-280-9898. We're going to jump here to uh, Ron. Hey, Ron. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Um I've been uh, shopping for tablets for some time, and uh, I called you about nine or ten months ago, and your view of the uh, sort of preferred tablet was the iPad. Do you have any subsequent uh, developments or considerations I should be looking at at this point? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, so many tablets out on the market right now. They're uh, great devices. Uh, obviously, they're like many computers. You can do email, web browsing, Skyping, um, everything really mm-hmm. with these. Uh, so I, I remember talking with you back, uh, you know, uh, a few months ago there, Ron. Um, I, I kind of like the iPad just because it's a, a very easy kind of ecosystem uh, and tablet as far as a learning curve to kind of get up and, and going with. 
obviously with Apple, you're paying a bit more money. So it's going to be a few hundred dollars to get into an entry-level uh, iPad. You can also look online, like on Craigslist, and get some pretty good deals there at a lower price. But um, Android tablets, which are kind of the other uh, ecosystem out there, there are some like amazing prices on right now for tablets. The prices range from like $110 up to, I guess, six dollars $700 for the high-end you know, iPad-worthy tablets. I've had a chance to try just about all the tablets on the market on our, on our television show, Mike, but there was only one tablet that I've actually used on a day-to-day basis, and it's uh, very affordable. It's from, from the folks at Lenovo. It's called the Yoga Pad, and what I like about it is unlike every other tablet, this has a built-in kickstand, so you can prop it up if you want to watch movies on it without having to put a case. And that was something that, that just that functionality really appealed to me. And I use it every single day. I'll be like washing my dishes and I'm watching Netflix at the same time, like multitasking and gardening and I can be watching uh, Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Uh, what's the price range on those ones? That, $300. Yeah. So you can get a brand new tablet with a kickstand that can, you could use for streaming videos and music and Everything. front-facing cameras. Yeah. Like amazing, a lot of things you can do with it for $300. And it was like three or four years ago that we were talking and you said, watch, there will be a $300 tablet. Well, but now you, there's, a, there's a $100 tablet. Now there's a $100 So uh, you, you mentioned $110. Uh, Acer's got their Iconia tablets. Uh, depending where you're shopping, you can pick up one of those things for, like, like we said, 110 bucks. Yeah, I've seen cheap. deals um, at some of the local retailers and also on Amazon. Every time they... they the thing is, there's always new tablets coming out, and they want to get rid of the inventory of the older ones. So you can get great deals if you just look online and at the different retailers. But tablets range from 100 up to about six, $700. I know Dell uh, has some great uh, tablets as well. You can go to their website, dell.ca. Um, you know, I think they're in the 100 to, to 100 to $200 range and up, of course. Uh, but you know, obviously a great uh, name brand as well. And you know, for 110 bucks, if you can get in that range, it's a great starter tablet to really kind of get uh, your feet uh, wet with it. And so, you know, the question then is, you know, what am I getting on a hundred dollar tablet uh, as opposed to like a four hundred dollar tablet? Uh, a lot of times, it comes down to speed, uh, the quality of the camera built into it as well. Uh, it's just kind of overall the power, like how fast it's going to load the apps and run the apps. And the display as well. Um, the, the tablet I have, this is Lenovo one, it doesn't have a really good display. It's not nothing of a, like it's not 1080p. I think it's 720p, yeah. but it's decent. Uh, it, yeah, it just, you know, for people that are my age and older, I'm, you know, 47 years old, you know, some of these super high-res displays, you're not going to get full advantage of it with, exactly. with, uh, with our eyes. But, um, you know, definitely display is another thing to look at. You know, the best thing is to go down to, like, a, a local London drugstore. Uh, they've got, like, a full range of tablets. You can actually just pick them up, you know, see how they feel in your hands, and check the screen out, like the display, like which one looks best to you. And, and check what kind of accessories that can work with it because, of course, great, you, great you're going to want to get some kind of case or some way to, to prop it up. Yeah. So you want to look at that as well. And I would recommend buying that all at the same time. And if you get like a Bluetooth speaker, it's a great streaming device, yeah. especially for the summertime. So again, uh, go down to one of the local London Drugs uh, computer departments. Uh, those guys, I love them because they know what they're talking about. Yep. And they've got a great uh, range of uh, tablets on display down there you can actually hold and touch and, and, and look at. When we come back from the break, it's that time of the show. It's App of the Week with Christina, and we'll uh, see what's, uh, what's cooking. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Don't forget to hit our contest page. We've got a lot of good contests going. 
on on a weekly basis. This week, we're giving away the uh, Tablet Claw for your tablet. It's a cool little device. It's hard to explain. Go to the website to check it out, getconnectedmedia.com. And also, a fantastic prize, uh, a part-time development course uh, uh, from the Lighthouse Lab folks. Uh, So if you want to get into web development and understanding that for uh, your business or wanting to look at uh, a career change possibly as well, it's a fantastic thing to uh, take advantage of. And again, we're giving away one of those, www.getconnectedmedia.com. It's App of the Week time. We've got Christina Stoyanova in studio. What's, uh, what's going on? What's the app? Uh, we have an app this week called Wi-Fi Mapper. And Wi-Fi Mapper. It, yes, it's for iOS only, and it's on the App Store, and it's free. Uh, basically, this is a community where uh, it maps free Wi-Fi, so you can use your location-based settings on your phone and find free Wi-Fi around you, or uh, you can type in an address and it will show you where the Wi-Fi near that address is. So that's kind of cool if you're on the go, and obviously uh, it's always better to use Wi-Fi than uh, your data plan, right? Because typically a lot of folks have like a gigabyte of data on a monthly basis on their plan. So this would allow uh, people to uh, take advantage of free Wi-Fi. Exactly, especially if you're um, wanting to watch some video while you're enjoying your coffee, etc. You want to use the Wi-Fi in the coffee shop or somewhere around you instead of uh, doing that off your data plan. I have a two-gig plan, Mike, and for the past two months I've gone over and I have no idea how I'm accomplishing this. Andy, I think is a lot of cat videos. Personally. I was just about to say that. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, funny how we both were going to say that, Christina. Uh, so how are they finding all these hotspots? Is it a community-based thing? Exactly. So um, you actually have the ability to also uh, contribute information. You can actually uh, mark if a Wi-Fi hotspot is not indeed free. So the free ones are marked with yellow bubbles. Um, or talk about what kind of connection if it's too slow or whatever the case may be. Well, it's kind of cool, though, when you think about it, Andy, if you're going to go traveling somewhere, you could actually, like you're saying, type in the addresses, and so you'd know ahead of time where the best uh, chances of of getting Wi-Fi access are. Yeah, you could, like, base your entire trip on where do I get free Wi-Fi. That would be an interesting way to uh, travel. I think so. And only available for Apple right now. For right now, but uh, I read that they are working on an Android version. Very, uh, very cool. Just want to uh, give a shout out to some of the contests we got going on, giving away that uh, part-time development course courtesy of Lighthouse Labs up on our website, getconnectedmedia.com, and also the Tablet Claw. A little claw for your tablet. Turn your tablet into a claw on your hand. It's it's hard to explain. You, you got to check it out, but it's a great way to uh, enjoy content without having to hold that tablet in your hand. Turn it into a claw. Just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. If you didn't have friends before. <laughs> <laughs> now you will. Now you will because you got a tablet uh, in your hand. Don't forget you can visit our website on a regular basis to get all the uh, tech goodness, uh, our previous radio shows, uh, also a lot of the video that we do uh, as well. We do a national television show uh, that airs on uh, BNN, the Business News Network, also here on Czech TV, also AMI for the uh, – uh, hearing and uh, visually uh, impaired. And uh, we've got our YouTube and AOL channel links there as well on all sorts of how-to segments, gadget uh, reviews, and, and what have you. I want to thank all the uh, folks that helped put uh, the show together. we got Kenji on the controls. Uh, whoop, whoop. Uh, Andy and Christina and the rest of the Get Connected team back uh, at uh, headquarters. 
Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next week.